Is it possible to disagree and still be friends? The answer is yes, and we are here to prove it. Join our group of badass sirens as we step out of our comfort zone and onto our soapboxes to sound off on our latest adventure. We might not always agree, but we will always love each other. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. Welcome to a very exciting episode of Siren Soapbox. We hope that you enjoyed the new intro by C-Strings. Their new album, Together and the Weather, is now available on iTunes. Very special thank you to C-Strings for the upbeat sound and to Siren Mary Hodge for her beautiful voiceover. Siren Soapbox has been going down the rabbit hole of self-discovery lately and back in February, TC started the Begin With Yes 21-Day Companion Workbook, a step-by-step guide to living your begin with yes life by author Paul Boyton. TC slowly began recruiting the rest of the sirens on this journey. Today's soapbox for our sirens is to use your two minutes to discuss your experience with the 21, I'm sorry, with the begin with yes 21 day companion workbook. First up on her soapbox is Jess. Hello. So I was a little bit different um, in that I actually didn't start with the book before I did the workbook. Um, so it was very interesting to, um, I did start reading the book and see that the, the format is very much the same, just uh, formatted kind of as a conversation. Um, but I, what I loved about the workbook was the idea of taking your goals and breaking them down. Um, and the, the fact that they're called action steps actually really speaks to me because um, recently at work, we've been um, focusing on professional development plans and I am a manager at work. So um, writing up development plans for my staff and breaking their, their plans down into action steps and explaining to them that this makes, makes you realize that things are achievable and you see progress and you don't get discouraged. Um, so really taking that in the workbook, um, taking my own personal goals, breaking them down into, um, the action steps and, um, that a lot of them were lists because I love lists. Um, (laughs) if you saw my desk at work, you would probably be horrified by how messy it looks, but really it's lists and I need them. That's how I function. (laughs) And I need to see progress and see that I am making action towards my goals. Um, so it was, it was really exciting to kind of have a format to really deep dive into, into that, into writing goals. Um, so that's what I really liked. I, I never make my two minutes. Sorry. (laughs) No need to apologize. I forgot to start it. (laughs) You probably were at two minutes, but LC didn't record or didn't start a timer. So there you go. We're going to say I was then. (laughs) I think you made it. Good job. Good job, Jess. (laughs) It's your opinion and there's no right or wrong. That's all that matters. All right. right. So it is my turn. If there is one word that would describe Tracy Cole, that would be yes. For many years, I've heard her talk about begin with yes. And to be honest, I kind of was just like, okay, that's her thing. It really worked for her. I don't want to like rain on her parade or be a copycat. And I know it sounds kind of silly, but, um, 
it wasn't until she brought it up that it would be something we would do to review for the podcast that I really gave it any serious thought. I was on vacation in Florida and she told us that she was doing it and she was hoping if enough of us hopped on board, we could do an episode about it. And I already had a blank journal. I was going to do a manifestation challenge, but instead I used the journal for my, my prompts. And um, thank goodness for Kindle app because I just downloaded it right right then and there. And I had not yet read Begin With Yes. And I started doing the workbook. And after day two, I'm like, okay, I have to download the book and read it. So I love Paul's conversational style in the workbook. It was like having coffee with a dear friend every morning while I was sitting along the canal on vacation. And um, before I even went back inside for my second cup of coffee on the second day, I had to download Begin With Yes. And I read it in a little over an hour in the hot Florida sun, I couldn't put it down. I was just, I was hooked. Um, I love number six of the 10 principles, uh, the one step at a time. The last like half decade has been really, really rough on me. And my mantra has always been baby steps. And that workbook really helped me to define what those steps should look like and to be a little bit more intentional with my time. Um, oh gosh, I'm not getting... I'm excited. I love this book. I know. I love that. I love this book. Um, but the most impactful day for me was the no counter. And when I started that day, I was not looking forward to it at all. We were leaving Gatlinburg and I'm like, there's not going to be anything I really say no to. Like the only other thing I can think of was we were getting rid of stuff in the freezer. And I said no to an ice cream sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> and then we're sitting in the car all day and we were 30 minutes from home like a six hour drive. I was exhausted. And the rehab group that I work with uh, was looking for somebody to transport a sick great blue heron. And I love helping wildlife, especially birds and reptiles. So that kind of thing's a dream come true for me. And I've never transported a heron before. They have really big sharp beaks and you need lots of special precautions. I used to work with penguins. So the beak thing didn't scare me, but now we're adding flight into the mix. So I was a little bit... <laughs> I kept having this internal debate in my head if I should do it. And I thought of the no counter and I'm like, I don't want the heron story to end with, I didn't transport this bird. So I said, yes. And we unpacked our car as quickly as we could. When we got home, we made a makeshift transport out of a moving bin, drilled some holes into it, grabbed some eye protection, a towel, uh, a heating pad. And then we were back out on the road. Like we were at home for like maybe 10 minutes and we're already leaving again. Um, unfortunately, the animal was so malnourished that by the time we had delivered him to the rehabber, he had passed away. Um, but he knew he was being helped uh, when we picked him up. So I think that's important. But saying yes to that has uh, helped me to open up doors for other opportunities in the rescue. They even have some ideas for me with my new drone photography business. So I think really exciting things happen when you say yes. And it's on to Mary Hodge. Um, I just knocked over my bottle of wine, but it's still corked. No harm, no foul. <laughs> so uh, I, um, I like the rest of you heard about Begin With Yes through Tracy Cole. And it was back in the fall. Um, I reached out to Tracy because I was struggling. I, with some motivation. And I know Tracy is the type of person who can um, help me get back on 
on a path, on a correct path. So I reached out to her and asked her if we could um, meet once a week through a mentorship program. Of course, she said yes. Um, and we meet most every week. Um, we, haven't, we haven't met this week yet because we both got back from vacation and had to postpone, but whatever. We, uh, you know, through this program, we've discovered a lot of tools, most of them about happiness. Um, by the way, Paul, I might have your next title that I write, wrote up in a dream maybe. We'll talk about oh. that later. Um, so, but the one book, Begin With Yes, um, as the other sirens talked about, it, that book was different because not only were you manifesting what you wanted, but, he, but the author, Paul, taught you how to, like the other girl said, break it down into simple, easy steps. So that really came at a time when I needed um, some help with some motivation and those, you know, breaking, you know, eating the elephant one bite at a time seemed to be a really good tool for me. Whatever, Tracy, elephants probably tasty. No one knows. Um, <laughs> then not too long after we read begin with, yes, we did, we started the journal and then I don't remember what was happening in Tracy's world, but in my world, day two came along, your top 10 disappointments, and I completely froze up and I closed the journal and I didn't look at it again <laughs> until Tracy and I decided to do it again back in February. And, um, you know, on day two, I sort of plowed through that one. And I'll tell you, the facing your disappointments head on was very hard for me, but I, I learned that it was very important. And um, I think that cleared a path for me to kind of get through the rest of the book, which still took me more than 21 days, but I did it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm just excited to speak with Paul today and talk about my experience a little more, but um my experience with it was very positive. Like I said, the, the top 10 disappointments was very scary for me. Um, but uh, that was my biggest takeaway, I guess, is, you know, you, you have to sort of face that thing or those things so that you could move beyond them. And I'm going to send it off to Tracy now. All right. I, I didn't write anything for this because I just wanted to speak. Um, Yes has always been an important part of my life philosophy. I feel like, well, I think it probably started with Yes Man. I watched that movie and I know that a lot of people thought that it was just another flippant, flippant comedy, but um, for me, it was kind of life-changing and I decided that yes is really important. And so um, begin with yes really struck a chord with me. Um, also, I've always completely believed that the universe puts things in, in place when we need them. And um, that's kind of the spiritual side of me. But this whole manifestation meets action spoke to me more than any other book I've ever read on manifestation. So this was kind of an important turning point for me. And um, I, I think my two favorite days are the no counter. And I wrote on my hand, how many times do I say no? And all day long, I used hash marks. 
I had one hash mark that day. And that's when my <laughs> boyfriend wanted to give me a gift that I thought was too much and that I knew he wanted, but he was trying to give it to me. And I had a hard time accepting that. I have since accepted. So you guys can let me know if you think I can cross the hash mark off. Um, but I love that. I, I think that I'm going to write how many times do I say no on my hand somewhat regularly because I think it's eye-opening to just think about how many times in a day you say no to people or to opportunities or to adventure experiences, all of those things. The other one, I really loved the, um, the more and less activity. That, that was really cool for me and it spoke to me. Um, in, in the journal, you mentioned that a lot of people have more things on the less, things I want less of. That column is usually longer. My column, what I want more of was a lot longer. And so I read through that column and I was like, dude, I control all of these things. I can have all of these things I want more of. And so that day, I, I can't remember, I wrote about it on my blog, which by the way, is called, my website is called The Joy of Yes. I wrote about, um, I think I, I did like 18 of the 20, let's just say six things that very day. So my poor boyfriend, like we're going all over the island uh, trying to knock off as many of these things I want more of as possible. And that was an amazing day. And I thought, there's nothing all that special about that day. You could do that every day. Every day you can have more of the things you want, just decide to have them. And I don't know, all of that stuff is simple and magical at the same time. And that's what I love about the book and the the 21 day companion and we're getting ready to start the begin with yes uh action planner because we have some goals for our podcast so we're going to work together on that and i'm really excited about all of those things have i done two minutes probably i don't know right that's my two minutes which brings <laughs> me to an even more exciting point in our podcast this time for us as a group of sirens, it really did begin with yes. A couple of us were looking for some resources to help us create work goals and hold each other accountable along the way. My personal philosophy has for a long time been to say yes as often as possible. I know that it's popular now to know your limits and feel comfortable saying no, etc. But I really can't think of many times in my life when great growth or adventure began with no. And actually, no to one thing usually means yes to another. So perhaps it's just perspective. Knowing that we wanted to say yes to our hearts and yes to our goals, even the scary ones. It didn't take much searching for us to land on the book, begin with yes. Two of us read the book and loved it so much, we immediately ordered the 21 day companion workbook and recommended it to the rest of the sirens. We were all drawn to the down to earth conversational tone of the book and soon we felt as though Paul Boynton was our good friend and cheerleader. Paul Boynton is the president and CEO, maybe just retired. Did you just retire? Okay, just retired CEO of the Moore Center. He's a blogger and a columnist and the author of several books that have led many people to make life-changing goals and decisions. His Facebook page has over 2 million followers. A lot of people around the world recognize just how special Paul Boynton and his message are. When I reached out and asked if he would consider coming onto our podcast, we all crossed our fingers and waited, but not for long. 
he was quick to respond with an excited yes. And once again, this accomplished author of many books seemed like our friend. And so with great excitement and admiration, I am so happy to introduce to all of you, Paul Boynton, friend to millions. Welcome to our podcast, Paul. It's great to be here. I've been looking forward to this. And uh, I sort of like the mystery of not knowing what you're all about uh, until I got to experience you. And uh, it was worth waiting for. So uh, thank you for inviting me and uh, for letting me be uh, a guest on your show tonight. So I wish I, you know, I would, when we talked for a few minutes before we started taping, I said I love these sort of just wide open conversations and I really do. But as you were all talking, I wish that I had a pencil and paper beside me because I kept thinking of things that I would want to say and now I'm sure that I'll forget. But it's it's interesting to me how each of you sort of approach this book a little bit differently and have a little bit of a different experience. And I think that's one of the one of the things that I like about the process is that it's so sort of flexible. It's sort of like you you get out of it maybe what you need at the time. And um, and I've talked to a few people who've done it more than once and have gone back and done it a year after they've done it the first time and they've had a completely different experience of it. So I think that um, you get out of it what you put into it for sure. And um, it sounds like you all put a lot of uh, energy and thought and uh, a lot of honesty into the process. And, the more honest you are um, from the very beginning where you have to write your autobiography that short opportunity and talk about disappointments and, and hey, think about hey paul yeah. you might be a little further from your microphone on your computer than you were before <laughs> is that better that's so much better thank you awesome. cool did do you does that mean you didn't hear anything i said no, no we, we heard, heard you okay. it just wasn't as clear as as before. <laughs> That's good. So where do you want to start? Well, we we thought well, that one question we might be interested in knowing is that, you know, just speaking of yes, what made you say yes to our podcast? We're brand new. We're just a baby podcast. Um, well, first of all, I think the invitation was kind of, it sounded like I was being invited to be on The View. So... <laughs> Uh, uh, um, so but so far no one's been fighting with each other so maybe that'll happen later um, before there's we... very little of that oh, okay um, anyway <laughs> this sounded like it'd be fun um and uh and it already is fun so i sort of trust my intuition on those kinds of things and um i just had a good feeling about the note that tracy sent and um so it, it's something i've been looking forward to since the invitation was put out there and particularly today, I've been thinking about it and, and waiting for seven o'clock to get here so we can begin to have this conversation. So that's funny. We've been the same way. I mean, we've <laughs> been like so excited to chat with you about all of these things. So that's pretty fun. Do you have a favorite begin with yes story as yeah, um, mm -hmm. as of right now? Um, I it, I think that I do. There are so many my mind is just flooded with stories because right. when you think of the two million people that are on the Begin With Yes page and so many people share their own stories on that page. And then most recently I've started this um, texting community where people that want to be engaged in a, in a 
closer, different way with me. And I'm hearing from people literally from um, just about everywhere. And everyone is sort of, all the stories are different, but they're all the same in a way. We all sort of want the same kind of thing. We want to feel like we have some purpose in our life and some meaning. And we want to have some control over what's happening. And that's, to me, it's the, the having, when I look at what so many people do, they focus all their attention on things that they don't have any control over. And when they do that, they give up control over so many things that they do have control over. So right. when we're talking, Tracy, about, you know, wanting more good things in, it's sort of, you recognize at some point that this wasn't just a wish list. This was something that you could actually do something with. And I'm always struck with how, um, how much time people spend sort of immobilized um, because they're focused not on what they can do, but focused on what they can't do. And there, I, one of the things I like about Begin With Yes is that I don't think it's, um, it's naive and I don't think it's unrealistic. I think it's, it's grounded in reality. Um, people that go to my Begin With Yes Facebook page, I sometimes share my own disappointments and um, my good days and my bad days. And it's not about having a perfect life. It's about having a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of a good life, part of what makes us who we are, who, what makes you who you are, is not just the good things that have happened to you, but the bad things too, um, or the challenging times that you've lived through. And we're constantly evolving and growing and we're, we're, we're sort of becoming more and more of ourselves. And it's just, there's a great sense of joy in being able to do that and know that that's what you're doing. So it's um, and, to, and to be intentional about it. Yeah, to be like to, it's it's sort of it's it's like a self-esteem boost to say I'm actually worth this investment of time. And we, I agree with that 100. percent I was feeling that way before we started, and like feeling like um, just struggling a little bit. And then with depression and motivation, and when you start doing these little things, it does remind you that you have the power to change your own mind. You know, I I came up with with the the concept to begin with yes, and I have a good friend um, who has a remarkable story. You asked about my favorite story, and I don't want to take the time to tell it now. But it's but the the essence of his story is he was a man from New Hampshire that could not read music, um, but he had a Broadway musical in his head. He was essentially homeless. Um, and he collaborated with a woman who could read music and they created uh, what became a Broadway musical, which is, um, it's, it's almost impossible to get a show produced on Broadway because it cost millions and millions of dollars and he didn't have any money. So he, so he first, he created this musical and then he went to New York with a boombox and, and really just, um, sort of stalked people um, until they get people to listen to his music. And so he, so anyways, Mark Schoenfeld is his name and I um, was having lunch with him and I said this thought, begin with yes, had come into my mind and he's a great marketeer and he instantly thought that there was something, there was some real substance with that, just that phrase. And so I had the phrase before I wrote the book. 
Um, and so I, I started with that phrase and then sort of backed into the book. And ironically, it's, it's like I thought the most important of the three words was yes, but um, Tracy, you might be disappointed in this, but- um, I don't think she will be. <laughs> uh, I, I think the most important word is the begin word. It's the do something. And, um, and I say to people all the time, it's like do something. If you don't know what to do, just do clean out a drawer or you know, vacuum the, the car out or go for a walk, but, but doing something somehow engages us with life. Um, mm -hmm. and then, then our actions can become more focused. So Mark Schoenfeld is probably one of my favorite stories. Another favorite story is um, a woman that helped me with my social media who was in a very abusive relationship. Um, and she finally said no to that relationship as a way of saying yes to herself. And so as you said, Tracy, or someone said, you know, that, um, that, that, that it, it's, really not about saying yes to everything. It's, it's about saying yes to what's important to you, which means sometimes you have to say no to other things. I, I was a, you know, grew up as, I, I trained as a therapist. Um, I'm very intuitive. I pay a lot of attention to what other people are feeling, but I was doing that at a, at a cost to my, not paying attention to myself. Um, and not, I was listening to everybody else. I wasn't really listening to myself. And so I needed to sort of grow into being able to do both of those things. You don't have to do one or the other. Um, but I had to sort of find a balance and begin paying attention to what was important to me. Um, and, and the older I get, um, and the, what Jane Fonda called Act Three, I'm definitely in Act Three now. And um, it's, it's, you're much more aware that there there is a time limit here um, and you don't have forever and the sooner you start to pay attention to the things that are important to you um, I think the, the better your life is going to be and by important to you I'm talking too much and I'll, I'll stop talking so you can ask me some questions but being focused on what's important to you is not it's not self-focused or um, narcissistic it's sort of like um, I mean, I believe that we're each here on purpose. And so if we're not paying attention to our purpose, then that's arrogant, right? Um, yeah. And so we owe it to the world um, to pay attention to what we're called to do, because what we're called to do is why we're here. And if we don't pay attention to that, if we ignore it, if we pay attention to helping everybody else meet their needs, um, but don't pay attention to um, what, what we feel pulling at, at our heart, then the world loses out and we lose out and um, no one really wins that way. I love that. Yeah, I do think that sometimes, especially women, for whatever reason, struggle with, with following um, their own dreams and taking care of themselves. So I think that's very important as well. Sitting in a rocking chair in Florida, I think, is Elsie's uh, ideal act. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is on yep. the goal. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my goals. So, uh, and it took many, 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 many small steps uh, to get here. So, uh, I, I, I do think that that's part of the what makes begin with yes so workable is that people get so overwhelmed by the magnitude of what they're trying to do that they don't do anything. 
And so I love the idea of like, what can you do in the next five minutes? Um, yeah. That's all you can get done today. At the end of that five minutes, you're five minutes closer to where you want to be than you were before. Um, and so. And I think the cool thing about Begin With The Ass is it feels timeless. I mean, this isn't a new book. I think you wrote it 10 years ago. Is that right? Right. So. The 10th anniversary edition. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Was there anything I did not buy the 10th anniversary edition? I think I I, I don't think Basically I did. the same book. The only difference is James Seymour C- wrote a forward for the new book. Oh, okay. So my boyfriend, he most of the books he reads are about baseball. Yep. But Elsie put this post on Facebook about your book when she bought it. Something about not being able to put it down and it being a quick and easy read, but life changing. I don't know. Some kind of fabulous Facebook post and uh and Dino was like I think I'm gonna buy this book and I was like I'll buy it for you and I bought it immediately I knew that he would want so mine is on Kindle the one I bought for me is on Kindle I knew he would want an actual book made of paper so I bought that and uh the day that it arrived the actually the day after I gave it to him he took it to work with him and he sends me this message from work and he's like, I have this cool journal at work that I'm going to use to journal. And while I read this book and I'm like, my mind has been blown right now. This is a guy who doesn't really read very often, but when he does, it's about baseball. Interesting. Well, that'll now be he's, And now though. he's uh, manifesting things. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is it's, it's I think that's another thing that, that, works well for the book is that it doesn't take you two months to read um right i can't tell you how many people have told me they've read it on a um on a flight someplace you can't because in the book you say put the I'm book not, down i mean it put it down did you put it down yes i did <laughs> thank you because he follows all the directions <laughs> thank told you. Virtue, so she did it <laughs> and did you like just do one day at a time in the workbook did actually like every day the only there are two things I didn't follow directions on one there were se- there were several times you were like start a new page and sometimes I'm like I'm not starting a new page I'm putting it on this yeah, take that Paul and, then, <laughs> and there was another time it was I think it was the more or less list or something but several times in the thing you're like don't share this with anyone else. Let this be your private thing. And I'm like, dude, I am not a private girl. So I put it right on my website. I'm like, here it is. He said, <laughs> but I don't need privacy. So I put it on my website. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the rest of your directions I followed. Perfect. There were some times I was struggling. Like I picked up this book because I, I have struggled lately with, um, I believe that everything you do should bring you happiness. And I know that sounds trite and ridiculous, but I can almost always find a way to be happy about just about everything I'm doing. And I was really struggling at my work. And I think part of it was my perspective. It was my self-talk, what I was telling myself. And I really struggled with, do I, do I need to change my, my job situation? Do I need a whole different job? And I spent a lot of time exploring other job possibilities and by the time there were several pages in the book where I I felt like I couldn't and I I just really struggled with several of the activities and I sent a message to the sirens and I'm like I don't even know what to say right now in this book I'm really struggling with this with this prompt 
because um, I think I wrote it and I'll try to find it when someone else is talking, but um, it was one of the goals. It was pretty early on. You were having a hard time setting goals. And then later as well. Um, I thought it was like day two with the, um, your disappointments. That was me. I had a hard time with that. That was hard for me. Yeah. Because I don't really have that many disappointments, but, um, so anyway, I, by the end of the 21 days, I decided that my, the place I work is really important to this island. I live on a rock in the middle of the Caribbean and I try to say that on every podcast. Done. (laughs) The place I work is really important to this island. And so by the end of the 21 days, I decided, you know what, this is important work. And, and I'm, and this is a tough time in the history of my place of work. And I am going to, I'm going to power through it. I'm going to stay with this because, so I work for a private school on the island and people who think about moving to our island, they, they need to know there's a good school for their kids and we provide that and it's really important. And um, I think I have something to offer there. So I'm powering through the tough time right now because I, there is passion. Yeah, so that's where I landed. And I thought I would land by the end of the 21 days with a, hey, I'm gonna head off in this new direction with, <laughs> with a whole different job. And that's not what ended up happening. So. kind of a beautiful story you ended up where you belonged right yeah yeah I think whole so. time you're right it was right in front of you it's like a love story <laughs> the one you loved was here all along so oh goodness of course oh I always drop the f-bomb Paul but I for some reason I'm having a hard time saying it in front of you oh you god did. no you did already interrupt Paul, so I'm proud of you for that. I Thanks. know we forgot to warn Paul. We're sorry. Ma- Mary Hodge is an interrupter. <laughs> What's on your mind, Mary? Well, I forget now. Oh, tra- I, I remembered a goal that I thought Tracy might might be interested in. Um, I was listening to something on NPR the other day about getting published in the New York Times, like an opinion piece. And I think that maybe that could be one of your goals, one of your writing goals to get published in a newspaper or something like that. Yeah, that might that's be fun. A good idea. I like it. I'll work on that one. That was one of my goals that I set um, was to to get paid in some way, shape or form for something that I write because I do really enjoy writing. So we'll see. What's your plan for what you're all doing together now? Oh, Paul, we've got big plans. Basically, our plan is to keep doing this and forever. And eventually someone will pay us for it. Right now we're doing it for fun and growth and it'll still be that, but it started out as a way for friends who live thousands of miles apart to stay um, in touch and, and then it kind of morphed into a, hey, let's, let's go on these crazy little adventures and, and do things. Let's go experience things that are new to us and come back and get on our soapbox and talk about them. It's nice when we disagree. Jess is often the one who disagrees because Elsie, Mary, and I, we are very similar. And so <laughs> there were two others. There, we started out with six and we've had some growing pains and um, one of the other two has decided that she, she doesn't want to be part of the podcast. And the other one is taking a break, um, short or long. We don't quite know yet. But 
So we're in, we're in this time of change right now. We're going to have some guest sirens on and we've, so we have worked on what we define as a siren, but the goal is to get out of our comfort zones, experience new things, and then um, come back and talk about them and help everyone see that you can disagree sometimes vehemently and still love each other and be friends. So that's kind of who we are and where we see, we did set a goal, right? We were just talking about it, 1000 followers by March of 2022. And we're hoping that we look back and think we set a really low ceiling for ourselves. That's where we're hoping. <laughs> How many followers do you have now? I don't know the answer to that. Like on Facebook, um, I think we have like 50 followers or something. It's a very We have small. like 156. <laughs> oh, good job. Oh, see, that was exactly. You know, it's, can, can I share with you something that's been going through my mind? Um, yes, absolutely. Thought of in the spirit of co-creation um, is that obvi obviously once this is ready, to go, which I think will be pretty soon. I'd love to share it on Begin With Yes, which will drive some traffic to your Facebook page um, and to your blog. So I, I think you'll get to your thousand sooner <laughs> than you think. Um, but the other thing I'm working on right now is a, um, is a um, video course um, that is gonna be following the 21 day workbook. Mm -hmm. um, and what I'm, I'm not going to ask you to weigh in on this, but what I'd ask you to think about because, uh, and I held off putting it out until I could see what the chemistry is, but the chemistry is pretty good here as far as I'm concerned. Um, if, if you all might um, play a part in that, if we could, if we could um, use this video as an introduction um, and then maybe have three other segments, um, maybe for the for three weeks, one for each week, there could be a sort of value added to the course. So, if, hmm. because I think the- I Can think we the, say yes right now? Yeah, I know, I, who, <laughs> who wants to step away from the computer and do a happy dance? <laughs> Thank Paul Boynton for joining us today. This, we had so much fun with you. I, I'm comfortable saying that on everyone's behalf. Thank you. Um, the sirens who participated in today's episode are Jess Pinson, Lauren Connolly, Tracy Cole, and myself, Mer Hodge. Uh, we want to put a challenge out to our listeners. One of our favorite days in the 21-day companion journal, uh, the companion journal to the best-selling book, Begin With Yes, was day 10, and that was the no counter. So we encourage our listeners to either get yourself a post-it note or just do what we did and write, how many times do I say no on the palm of your hand and keep track of it. Um, we'll post a picture of Tracy's hand with her no counter for the day she did it as a, some as people a reminder. Need, some people may need their arms too. <laughs> Maybe, that'll be interesting. Hopefully that'll be an eye opener, right? So send us a picture of your hand or, or your no counter. Um, and, you know, we'd love to hear from you that way. And if that's all, until next time, friends, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.